All right, let's get out of the Sprint special guest line. Sprint is the network built for unlimited with great deals on great devices every day. Visit the Sprint store nearest you. Joining us now, former Ute, the one and only Christian Cox. Hello, Christian. How are you? Hello, Jake. It's always good to be a Sprint special guest on the line. I'm honored to be on it. <laughs> That's good to hear. And way to mix in the sponsor, <laughs> Christian. He, doesn't he act like he's been on the radio he's, before? He's done radio I've never before. been on the radio. I'm just a novice. I make mistakes all day. Sure. All right, help. Christian, tell us what uh, you saw in that game against Idaho State. What can you learn about the Utes against uh, an FCS team? You know, I think we talked about this last week. It's one of those games, it's a sharpen-up game, prep you for the next week. I liked what I saw in the first quarter and a half, uh, and then when they got stifled on the, the – uh, the goal line and didn't convert to go up 31 to zero at halftime and then only put up seven points in the second half. I didn't love it, but what I did see, which we haven't seen, you know, we saw some explosive plays out of the offense. And I thought Tyler Huntley ran the offense really well and not a lot to take away other than you got explosive plays. The playbook opened up just a little bit, but I think Andy Ludwig has been holding back a lot of his offense on purpose, especially through these first three games and he's going to open things up a little bit. Uh, and you saw the same type of consistency out of out of Zach Moss, and uh, should be an exciting battle this weekend against a good at USC team. Yeah, so why don't we just forget about that game that was just a, a joke of a game and not competitive at all? Go straight to the game that will be uh, that way. Utah against USC, Christian. Did you happen to catch the action down at Lavelle Edwards Stadium? And if you did see at least some of that, what were your takeaways from uh, the condition of the Trojans and how the Utes might be able to exploit that? Yeah, I, I, I did catch the game. I was, you know, it was my wife's birthday and was at Disneyland, but somehow found a way to watch the game. And thanks to my lovely wife. But what a game, though. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Christian. I got a question. (laughs) Where did you watch the game at Disneyland? Well, do you guys have you heard of Dish Network? All right, let's give another plug to another sponsor of yours. Eight hundred one four two four Dish. You can watch watch it on your phone. So uh, I watched the whole thing, had it recorded, and definitely watched the overtime live. So you can watch wherever you're at. So what you So what did you see? So. For me as a player, right, is, is you, you prepare for the next week. It's always great to see a, 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 an opponent that you've had a commonality, right? Obviously, BYU played them this past weekend. And I, a lot of people were debating on how is Kalani and Alexa Tuyaki going to play defense against USC because Slovis had blown up Stanford, and they, they dropped a lot, right? They dropped eight a lot, and they made Slovis – you know, methodically try to beat him slowly. He had some explosive plays early in the game, but, you know, if he had three interceptions, it cost him the game, right? And I think BYU's defense, it's the same defense. Everyone's always talks about, okay, well, whose defense is better, Utah's, Utah State's, or BYU's, right? It's the same base 4-3 defense that Fred Whittingham, you know, originally started. So they all run similar uh, variations of it. But BYU got in a lot of what's called cowboy. It's like a 3-4 drop. And uh, linebackers came up with big interceptions. And Golokul's interception late in overtime couldn't have come at a better time. And when you're playing against a freshman QB, he's going to want to win with the big shot. And he hit some early. And in that air raid offense, uh, the Texas Tech style, 
you know, you've got to hit seams up the middle. And uh, I think Utah's got a really good shot. And if Utah can, you know, keep this kid under control this, this next week, I think uh, interceptions are there to be had. I think, you know, the Utah defense can put a little more pressure with the front. I think Utah not necessarily will drop eight all the time. They'll, they'll rush with four and get nickel a lot. Uh, but what a win for Kalani and, you know, what a good uh, template for Utah to go in and get their first win uh, at Trojan Stadium at the Coliseum this weekend. I thought the uh, Trojan defense, Christian, was extremely underwhelming, and I expect Zach Moss to have a huge game on Friday. Well, you'd, you'd hope, right? Uh, you know, I, I think the last time Utah went down there and actually, you know, turned things up really well, it, it was, you know, I remember Britton Covey pre-mission. I remember him having some big kick returns. This was Juju Smith-Schuster had some big catches over the middle, and I think Cameron Smith ended up sealing the game because – uh, I think Travis Wilson threw some picks over the middle, but this offensive line, I know we've had a lot of rotation and different players, but Andy Ludwig loves to play physical football, and you have a physical runner in Zach Moss, and you should be able to open some lanes. Tyson Williams has some good runs, but Zach Moss is a, is a different pedigree, and um, Utah's known to run the ball well, and that's been what they've hung their hat on the last, you know, forever. Really, the last five years in the Pac-12, we've had good runners, um, whether it's, you know, Devontae Booker, Joe Williams, and Zach Moss. I think he should have a big game. And I I think we saw glimpses with Tyler Huntley with some good play action. I think they'll get some shots deep. And uh, you saw in, um, in Zach Wilson, he had some good, he had some good timely balls to a, a, a Shumway kid who's not as explosive and fast, but a perfectly placed deep ball, uh, you know, on those, those fade routes. So I think it sets up for a perfect game. I think uh, FS1, it's going to be Reggie Bush's first time going back to the Coliseum. He's working for Fox, I guess, and Urban Meyer and them. And uh, it should be a heck of a game. It's going to be late, but I, I think this is the stepping stone to some real football games. And if Utah wants to have a huge season, this is the game that they absolutely have to have uh, to start off the uh, Pac-12 play. So, obviously, USC's coaches know what the Utes like to do. They're fully aware of Zach Moss. What can that defense, which I thought looked uh, like a real weak point for the team against BYU, what can it do, what will it do to attempt to slow Zach Moss down? Yeah, it's it's tough, Gordon. You know, when you can't stop the run, you can't stop anything, right? It's uh, you know, if you're getting beat at the line of scrimmage, it's you're in for a long game. And you know, BYU's offensive line is good. Obviously, you know what we're measuring against. They've played some quality opponents. They played against a good D line in Utah. They played against a good D line in Tennessee. The Tennessee D line was extremely physical and fast, just like Utah. And so I think that actually prepped BYU a bit more for a good opponent. And uh, as a def- as a def- as a defense, if you can't stop the run, you just it's a lonely place, uh, especially if your linebackers can't come up and fill and play in space. And people think, oh, just blitz. Blitzing will fix the problem. Blitzing doesn't, because when you start to blitz and you start to change gap assignments with the uh, of the defensive line, you start slanting one way. It creates even larger cutback lanes for Zach Moss. So. I think they'll play a lot of down safety. They'll, they'll bring a safety down in the box quite a bit. 
But then, you know what that brings, Gordon and Jake? It brings, uh, it brings an offense over the top that Tyler Huntley's been waiting for. So where they may try to load the box, this gives opportunities over the top. So it's, it's a good setup for Utah. And I think the play – and again, I'll allude to this uh, again. I think the playbook's been held back a bit on purpose. And I think things will be opened up a little bit over the weekend. And you've got good receivers, you've got speed, and you can do a lot of good things on the road. And it just comes back down to – can they get the ground game going, which I think they will, and can they execute um, some of their fly sweep plays and some of their play action deep balls over the top? And you, you were able to do that against an inferior opponent at Idaho State. How will you do it against quality four- and five-star recruits at SC? And uh, I think you have a good blueprint from BYU from the week before. You just grind them down and just execute and execute and execute. And if you wear down that D-line, you'll be able to run – late in the fourth quarter, just like you did against BYU uh, at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. So essentially, you'll see Zach Moss with uh, with some uh, aggressive running and then big plays over the top. Yeah, it, it, it just comes back down. We'll know, you'll know early, because it just depends on how USC's defense is sitting. If they're going to play nickel and then bring down a safety and try to plug, try to get as many people in the box... And Utah can spread wide and play the wide game and go over the top. So it'll be fun. I think Andy Ludwig will still – he's just – he's so committed to the run. And as a, as a player, I didn't understand that because you're just like, why do we always stay so committed when we have a great quarterback and Brian Johnson, we can just air this thing out wide? Well, you need to set a precedence and lull the defense to sleep so you can start building in your – second in play action deep balls when people are thinking you're going to be running it every single time. So um, I think for me, I'm just, I'm thrilled. I'm stoked about this game. I'm ready for real football. I'm ready to see what this Utah team is really made of. There's a lot of expectations placed on these guys. uh, And um, I think it's warranted. I think they have the depth. I think they have a quality team and you have senior leadership and that's what you, that's why you build a program the way you do to build for these one years of, you know, two quality players and Tyler Huntley and Zach Moss as seniors to have their heyday and to shine on the road. And I think you've got other good quality players in Thompson. I think Keefe showed up with the pass, uh, that big touch he caught. It was the same exact play uh, that he dropped against BYU. So see if he catches it against SC. Christian, you rock, man. Thank you so much as always. Okay. See you, Jake. See you, Gordon. See, buddy. Christian Cox, the yeah. former you. Played for the Patriots, too. He did play for the Patriots. That is a fact. Yeah, I agree with him. I, he he, uh, he put it very, very uh, succinctly there. It was uh, what what the Utes are up against. Uh, give the ball to Zach Moss. Watch him run. Watch the biggins up front do their business. And then uh, watch for Tyler Huntley to take advantage of uh, the SC defense at times getting desperate and trying to plug the holes, and then uh, the Utes go for 25, 30 yards on a play. 